All right, everyone, I'm super, super excited. Thank you for joining us today. Um, my name is Sonia, CEO of The Student Loan Doctor, and today we're gonna talk about Trump's proposed plans. Now, this is a big deal because these plans were supposed to have been set in stone back in 2016, 2017, but I'm not sure if you guys remember, we had a lot of natural disasters that were happening, um, like Houston, for example, with flooding. And when all of these huge, huge natural disasters were happening, it really did push back the agenda that the uh, Trump uh, office administration, I should say, had in place to execute. And so now we find ourselves, you know, four years later, going into uh, 2021, and these, these things could take effect in July or 2021. But the challenge here is, not everything he's proposing is bad. I just want to be clear. I'm not. This is not a bashing session. It's an information um, session. But this will really impact the bottom line, which is everyone's budget, right? And so, if the budget is important to you, then this is why you're here for today. The first one I want to talk about is undergraduates can get federal student loan forgiveness after uh, 15 years. Now, if you guys are familiar with any of the income-driven plans any of the income-driven plans, you'll know that it's currently set that your loans will be forgiven if you're in an income-driven plan at year 20 or 25, right? So that's there's an automatic loan forgiveness that's set up. Now, do not get that confused with the loan forgiveness that is a 10-year stint. We're going to talk about that in a second, but I wanna talk about this one first. Well, my notes say here that you should write this down if you're not, it's okay. Right now, the lowest repayment plan called Repay or Pay has a 10% discretionary income. So right now, your your monthly payment, if you're in Repay or the Pay plan, um, could be 100, 200, whatever your payment plan is, it's at the 10% margin. If you're in the income-based repayment plan, IBR, it's right now set at 15% discretionary income. Are we following? Well, Trump wants to get rid of the 10% plans that were given to us through the Obama administration, and he wants to keep us at the 12.5 plan. Every income-driven plan would be changed to 12.5. Are we following? So right now, there are some that are 10, there are some that are 15, there are some that are 20. I'm not too worried about this per se. 2.5 isn't a huge difference. It could be depending on your payment. It's not a huge difference. Um, but it is a lot of confusion for people to whether they are paying 10, 15, 20, and, and then certain plans can only get certain repayment plans, like a parent plus loan can only go into an ICR payment, income contingent repayment, at a 20% discretionary income mark. Now, and it looks like including, these payment plans would be a flat 12.5. And that would even count for Parent Plus, which would be such a relief for some people. So that's why I said, see, it's not all bad, all right? And then the other good news is, instead of having to wait 20 or 25 years, Trump is saying, let's just go ahead and forgive the remaining student loan balance on income-driven plans at the 15-year mark, which is five or 10 years sooner than some of the current plans. If you're following, go ahead and say yes. I just wanna make sure we're on the same page. Okay, 
So the next point is, and this could be good or bad. I'm going to be really honest and say, I'm not sure how I feel about this next point. Because our office, we work with clients all of the time who are settled, who are settled with graduate student loan debt and parent loan debt. Anyone here have a graduate plus loan or have went to grad school and took out grad loans? Say yes. Or does anyone here have a parent that is settled with parent loan debt? Say yes, if that's you. Now, this is where we see a lot of borrowers get into trouble. When you're an undergrad, you can borrow up to $58,500, right? $58,500. Now, when you are in grad school, you can borrow up to $138,500. Unless those numbers are changing, that's what it was when I last looked. Now, what's going to happen? This is what Trump is saying. He wants to limit how much graduate students and parent plus, excuse me, parent plus loans, those that are needed because parents can borrow for their students in grad or undergrad. He wants to limit the amount of money that they can borrow, right? And so this is so they want to mitigate the risk of less financial hardship and potential default. Now, I'm going to be real with you guys. Those that are most likely in default or struggling or having a hard time paying back these loans are grad school borrowers and Parent PLUS loans. You know, that $57,000, $58,000 from undergrad is not really killing a lot of people. What is killing a lot of people is the graduate debt and the Parent PLUS debt. And then the reality is because you get so much money going to grad school, people choose really, really expensive grad schools like schools they have no business choosing because they don't have the money to pay for it. Now, if that's you, I'm going to apologize in advance. But when you are on a $40,000 budget and you're choosing a school that's forty, fifty thousand dollars a year grad school to go to, but you're only making $3 more an hour once you've already put $120,000, k $120,000 extra out, it doesn't make sense. It's a bad return on investment. So I'm not all the way upset at him wanting to cut down the borrowing risk for grad and plus borrowers. Okay. Now, here's where it gets a little gritty. If I have permission to get into some gritty stuff, say yes. Because this is where it's a little touchy. Now, the Trump proposed plan wants to eliminate the subsidized federal loan forgiveness. What does that mean, you might be wondering? What does that mean? Well, what it means, if they eliminate subsidized federal loans, guys, that's huge. That's what a lot of us, and I'm going to say us because I borrowed, when we were in college, we used that money. And remember, subsidized loans, the interest is paid for and taken care of by the government. We use that money to pay for school. So our loan debt isn't even as high as it could be because we had the government paying some of that debt for us. That means your brothers, cousins, sisters, until this would be repealed, would not have the benefit of having subsidized loan debt 
and the interest that will be accruing from the very beginning while they're in school, while they're trying to find a job, if they were sick, um, if there was any type of major hardship, would not be covered by the government anymore. This is a huge deal, guys. This is the one part about his plan I do not like. I hope everyone's following so far, right? So the challenge is the government wants to kind of come out of this in terms of being responsible for the interest costs on federal student loans. Now, the next thing is this administration wants to end public service loan forgiveness. Oh, I was beyond irritated when I saw this. Now, this proposal would impact future borrowers. So you guys think I'm joking. Like when I tell you to get yourselves enrolled in loan forgiveness, to get yourselves in repayment, um, and you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a start next month. I'm in forbearance right now. I'm like, get enrolled, sis, before it's time for this program to be cut because his cut would only impact future borrowers, not those that are already existing borrowers. So if you're already in the public service loan forgiveness program, you've got your letter, you're approved, <laughs> you're good. You gotta renew every year. So it will continue out. It will phase itself out unless another president came and reinstated it. Okay, so the, he said the guys need help too. I said sis because Men actually take better guidance and directions, sir. Women like the great debate. Like, okay, I'm going to do it. Now. Okay, all right, sis. Men that are focused, they do it within, you know, two days when you tell them to get it done. John said, where do you sign up? We can help. If you need our help, you can go to drpleasehelpme.com or you can give us a call. We're open until 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. Um, today I'm at 10 p.m. Uh, 267-386-1116 extension zero. I'll say it again, 267-386-1116 extension zero. And we can get you scheduled for a free discovery call, right? So here's the thing. All right, let me make sure I keep going here. I wanna stay focused. If you're not enrolled in public service loan forgiveness, you need to be enrolled. I'm doing a webinar this Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you can't attend, at least sign up so you can get the replay. And I'm breaking down public service loan forgiveness even further. So if you need to get enrolled, like, y'all, I'm not being funny, get locked in. Come on out of forbearance, y'all. Get locked in. Hold on to that paper laminated that says you were approved. And then, you know, whatever you need to do from there, you can. Now, this is the thing. This is not law yet. This has not been approved. There is a budget proposal that has to go through Congress, and Congress has to approve these things. I don't think all of this will get approved. Some things can be approved. Some things taken out um, because it does have to go through Congress. You know, the challenge is, is, let me just kind of put this to you plainly. There's nobody coming to save you. If you are saddled with student loan debt, there's no one coming to save you. You have to save yourself. This is not going to be the, the great bailout like it was with the housing market. Those that are disproportionately affected by student loan debt, I say this in all my talks, I'm very candid about this, are women, 
particularly minority women, particularly African-American women, right? So when you talk about somebody coming to rescue somebody for $100,000 in student loan debt, they're not coming. Save yourself. Somebody type save yourself, right? So I have the papers, but I never submitted it. Would I have to get it signed again and it's dated a year ago? Yes, lovely Stephanie, we're not judging. We're not judging, but you do need to get it signed and sent off and make sure you're in the right repayment plan. Um, and if you're not sure, you can always book a consultation. A consultation, guys, is $35. It's, that's a nominal fee. We can help. And we can tell you if you're ready, set up to go. If you need the new papers, we can give it to you then, right? So I want to go through a little Q&A before we wrap up. That's the main. Oh, sorry. There's one more thing. Hold on. This is important. I thought you might want to know this. There is going to be some expansion on the Pell Grant, which is really cool because that is what we see most low-income borrowers needing to help pay for school. So I was excited to see there'd be some expansion on the Pell Grant that hadn't been expanded since the Obama administration. So I'm good with that. Um, the borrower defense rule. So that's how if there's any issues, like you said, for example, like the Lincoln Tech loans or, you know, somebody... Um, you know, cons you or scammed you in to sign up for school and you're not sure you felt taken advantage of, you can go after that um, to have that reverse. Um, there's going to be some additional money for historically black colleges and universities. I thought that was just thrown in just because student loan debt affects minorities. I already told you guys that, so let's just throw them a bone. Woo. I'll save my opinions on that for another day. So there was some additional perks that was coming along this plan. I didn't want to not mention that as well. Um, oh, and also this plan does not plan to cancel anybody's student loan debt. Just want to make sure we were good on that too. All right. All right. What questions do you guys have? You've got me for about 10 more minutes and I want to make sure that I answer your questions. Again, this will be saved as a replay and we will be transcribing this information um, to a short podcast. If you're on iTunes, you can follow the Student Loan Doctor podcast or the link is in our profile as well. And you can get the information there and you can go ahead and listen um, to this information again if you need to. Let's see. My loan father said you have to certify on time to get loan forgiveness. If you miss the date and you got to recertify, start all over. No, not to my knowledge. You don't have to start all over again. Um, you want to recertify. Normally, it's around the time in which you do your recertification so to my knowledge i haven't seen anybody be kicked out having to recertify the pell grant i think is about fifty seven hundred dollars right now at full eligibility mm -hmm. yes the public service loan forgiveness is mainly income driven there are some exceptions to this rule some people are eligible for this plan via the standard plan at a 10-year repayment. So there are a few caveats to this. And again, Nicole Love, if you want to go to um, my profile link, you'll see in the profile link, it'll say of uh, the upcoming webinar that'll be held this Sunday at 6 o'clock. Um, register if you could. Um, and then that'll allow you to get the information too in a more visual form. And student loan forgiveness is for nonprofits, um, those that are in the federal, local, and state government, um, those that are in healthcare, that is a not for profit or not for profit, education as well. Yep. 
We can help if the loan has been consolidated. So student loans um, stay on your credit really as long as they are reporting and good repayment. They don't necessarily fall off in a seven year mark. If they're negative and closed out, they can fall off at seven years, but they will stay on your credit as long as they are in a, a repayment plan or being reported as repaid. And the again, the Pell Grant he's proposing will be extended. Good question. Can you consolidate your federal student loans and refinance your private loans? You can consolidate your federal loans. I personally do not recommend unless unless you are super responsible, have good credit, it's a small amount. I really don't like people refinancing their federal student loan debt to private loans. Um, I know some of our partners don't like us to say that, but ah, I'm going to say it anyway. I don't think you should do that. I think you should keep federal with federal, private with private. The reason I say that is, is because you leave yourself very unprotected, very naked. If you had to refinance this huge debt because you're just, you know, you've got good credit. But when life happens, the uh, provisionaries that are set in place for federal loans are not the case for uh, your unsecured private loan debt. And if you do not live in the state of Pennsylvania or Texas, they can come after you at a 25% margin for your private loan debt. At least if you're in Pennsylvania or Texas, it can bang your credit and life will go on. But I, but I don't always recommend going. Can you sign up if you have your undergraduate and graduate? I work in public service. Can you apply if I'm currently a doctorate program? In order to sign up, you have to, good question. In order to sign up, you have to be in repayment. So you cannot be in school currently and using loans to sign up for the public service loan forgiveness program. You've got to be in repayment. So you know what I told somebody? Okay, they're talking about into this program. I sure would go on a break from school, pause, put my loans in repayment, put my loans in this program, get my letter that said I'm approved, and then I would get right back to school. School ain't going nowhere, but this program might. That's just me. Mm-hmm. 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 So if your daughter goes to Spelman, it could be because the cost of attendance is too high for the amount of financial aid that she received, especially if she's not a resident of Georgia. So she may have to transfer if it is unaffordable and you're unable to take Parent PLUS loans. I don't recommend you take a whole lot of Parent PLUS loans or refinance the home. She may have to transfer. Now, people don't like when I say that. I'm going to just be real today. She needs to go to a school that is affordable by the package and the aid that she can receive. Do not skip our state colleges. Um, if it's not paid for by a tuition scholarship or a full ride, she may not be able to go or stay at Spelman. She can visit and party at Spelman. She can go back to Spelman for grad school as long as they don't make these big changes. But undergrad HBCUs can be very expensive for our parents and our students. And then our parents are leaving with a huge amount of Parent PLUS loans then they're looking at refinancing their homes. Then the student leaves with about 60000 in private loans, 56000 57000 in federal loans. And life has not even begun for the student. And the student's only 21 with six-figure debt. 
and then mom has now close to six-figure debt again and mom is in her 50s and 60s where mom should be saving for her goose egg and retirement now mom is trying to figure out how she going to pay 60 70 thousand and now daughter has to live at home with mom because daughter cannot afford to move out because she went to Spelman and I'm just breaking down to you this the scenario we see time and time again because we want to go to these schools that are really fun and they're awesome, but they're expensive. Nobody's talking about that, right? Or they, they get you with a first year scholarship to get you a treat. Well, I would be knowing I'm there for one year and I'm transferring. If there is not enough money to pay for it, she does need to transfer so everybody can save themselves financially. Give her the gift of a quality education, not the gift of debt. If not, she'll be living with you until she's 30, 40 year old and she's depressed and mad at the world unless she becomes an amazing entrepreneur with six streams of income. And I'm being like, you know, facetious right now, but, I, but I, if, if you guys could be a fly on the wall with the 500 people we talk to every month, new people, about 500 every month, you would, you would hear the horror stories the cries, the concerns. I wish I could show you the emails that we get with people in these same exact scenarios. Mm -mm -mm. So you just have to get another employer. Does it have to be the same employer with the same eligible agency? You just have to stay with an eligible agency within 10 years. Um, Leah, I'm not sure exactly your question. And the changes could take effect as of July or upon re-election. Could they backdate the student loan forgiveness plan, meaning if I've been working a qualified position for the last five years, I've been in repayment, but if not, yes, uh, Dr. Jameson, uh, they could backdate the actual forgiveness program. Good, good point, yes. So the reason why they only approve 1% of the people is because everyone didn't have the correct information. And what's incorrect is the agenda that's being pushed that, oh, nobody's getting approved. No, that's what they want you to think. And there is a whole recovery fund that still exists that for those people that were not in the correct repayment plan but were in repayment, believe they had certified their some qualifications, there's still opportunity to apply for the recovery fund. You just have to go to studentaid.gov and look up uh, public Service Loan Forgiveness Recovery Fund. That information is out there. So please do not be dismayed about applying for these programs. That is the agenda, people. Whenever you see a lot of memes or commercials or a lot of conversation, there's an agenda behind it. Who's funding it? The people that don't want you to know about it or be like, you know what, that's not going to work. They said, yeah, okay, sis, well, I'm applying anyway. And, that, and so we don't listen to what they said. We, we still apply. So do not be set up and uh, let down by the agenda. Um, let me see. Um, and they can backdate the student loan forgiveness if the eligible time periods in which the person worked, in which the person was in repayment, in which the person applied, um, can definitely um, be backdated. I've seen that happen. Yep. And okay, I think we are good otherwise. Okay, it's right there. Um, pinned the website for oh, for us is drpleasehelpme.com. The website I was referring to was studentaid.gov, and studentaid.gov will you'll go ahead and search where it says 
um, Public Service Loan Forgiveness Recovery Fund. Um, and that information is still present. Um, last time I checked was about a month ago. There was still money left in that fund. And that was for the people that they said, I applied, I was not eligible. Well, there's some hoops that they want to put you through. They're not just trying to give you a whole lot of forgiveness, you know. Um, but that information is there. Yep, good questions, everyone. Okay. All right, guys. I hope this information was super helpful. If this was helpful for you, say yes. Um, if it was helpful for you, let me know. I just felt obligated, obviously, as a student loan doctor and a brand that talks all about student loan debt repayment to go ahead and share this information with you. Um, you don't have to buy, uh, buy or use us or anything of that nature to get information. Our webinars are free. These lives are free. We do uh, live events for free. We do community service for free. So there's a lot of free. If you're working with us, it's because you really want someone to take over and kind of guide you through this. Um, and we don't want you to be absent from the process. You know, the joke is we've got our own student loans that we're working through here. So we want you to understand how to navigate your own student loan debt. All right. So again, drpleasehelpme.com is the website for a free discovery call. Click the link in our profile. Click the link in our profile. Go ahead there. And you want to go ahead and uh, schedule uh, your RSVP for the webinar coming up. Even if you can't attend live, if you can't attend live, you still can get the replay, and that's okay too. So we're we're good with that. If you want to just watch it on your own time, and I'm going through defaulted loans and understanding the forgiveness program there. So all right, guys, thank you so much. Give this about I would say 48 hours to appear on our uh, podcast platform through iTunes and Podbean, uh, the Student Loan Doctor podcast. If you need to send this information to a friend for someone to tune into. It's under 30 minutes. They would definitely benefit from listening and learning. Um, and again, thank you so much. Oh, one last plug. This Sunday does also start, this Sunday does also start the 16th, February 16th, our 30-day financial wellness course. If you're in a position where you need to learn about budgeting, repairing, and improving your own credit score, home buying and investing, and understanding stocks, we're going in week by week with some good information and Zoom. You can attend from your cell phone or the website. There are a few spaces left. There are a few spaces left and the cost of the class is only $37. And that includes all of your materials and your admission into class for the next four weeks on a Sunday from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. If you're interested in class, you can go ahead and um, DM me the word this year. And because I was basically saying this year is the year you're going to take care of all your stuff. We're not going to wait till next year. Or you said you was going to do it last year. So if you need some help with understanding budgeting, credit, student loans, home buying, investing, then go ahead um, and DM. You can go ahead and DM. And you can, um, I'll get you the link. You can pay by Cash App or Eventbrite. But there are about 10 seats left. And we do have a really, really good time. I get amazing feedback like, girl, my credit done went up and this, this, this. Because you're being intentional about your money. And so I love, love, love those success stories. No, the class itself is 8 p.m. And the webinar is 6 p.m. Yep. So the free webinar this Sunday is 6 p.m. And the class is at 8 p.m. Yep. 
So six and eight. Make sense? Thank you uh, for asking for clarification. Yep, and you can get that uh, information. Either the link is in my profile as well, or you can DM for that information too. Alrighty, and if you listen to the replay, we've got always, always got some good information, webinars and events happening. So um, don't hesitate to check it out, ask questions if you wanna be in the know. And as it gets a little warmer here in Philadelphia, we'll have some more live events. And then we start our spring tour where we hit some major cities and do our free student loan repayment clinic. So looking forward to meeting you guys live and in person then. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for your time and attention.